With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. Um, feels important for you all to listen to this next chunk of the episode for context. Um, when I say that I'm a pile, I am a puddle of sadness on the floor right now. I wish you could all see me. I'm literally on the floor recording this in pure defeat because, you know, when you have those days where it just all goes wrong, one of those weeks. Um, per usual, Becca and I recorded this episode after watching the Bachelorette episode, and, uh, per usual, Mama is editing the audio late night, and I realized somehow that the first chunk of our conversation when we were going over current Bachelor news and tea, the audio just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. So we do have audio, but the only audio that we have comes from the video cameras, which means it's shit audio, okay? Now, that's only while we're covering Bachelor Tea. For some weird, miraculous reason, the actual audio started working as soon as we started recording the recap of this episode. I don't understand why. It was a miracle, but also we in real time recorded about 30 minutes of great bachelor tea and news that has shit audio and I couldn't let my broads have to listen to all of that terrible terrible audio for that long so I edited it down into like eight minutes and so I figured I'd give you a quick recap of the bachelor tea we went over um so that you wouldn't have to listen to the full horrific audio (laughs) beforehand So here's a quick overview of what we were talking about. Um, First and foremost, talking about how the men of the season have been very vocal on Instagram, clapping back at people. Like, okay, understandable. People are coming into the DMs. You want to defend yourself. Commenting on your pictures. You want to defend yourself. But a lot of the men of the season are going onto random accounts that they're not even tagged on and are starting arguments and coming for people and clapping back at people uh, who don't like them. And it's wild. One of these people is Chasen. Another one is Bennett. And that's the part two of what Beck and I got into. And we know this is an unpopular opinion and that we're probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but we don't know how we feel about Bennett anymore. I know it hurts my body to say it. Is he great TV? Yes. 1000%. But the past couple episodes with the drama, oh, we just don't know anymore. We want to stand, but we just can't anymore. He makes great TV, but he's not our favorite. And some of that is because of social media. Um, 
you know, he's been posting a lot of skincare routines, yoga. He's been very active on social media, which, don't get me wrong, love the content. Think he's going to kill on Bachelor in Paradise. But the amount of social media posting, it's definitely, it seems to be the most out of all the other contestants on this show, um, which, you know, makes you scratch your head about right reasons a little bit. I don't know. That's just a tendency of ours, um, which is just ironic because he's the one talking about right reasons a lot. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be upset about the fact that we're not huge Bennett stands anymore, but just, we're just, we're scratching our heads and we can't help it. Um, and the final bit of tea that we talked about, which we will be covering in depth next episode, um, because we're going to have more information next episode, hopefully. Um, but we did start to discuss Brendan. Um, recently, a photo that Brendan, Brendan posted on Halloween on his Insta stories has surfaced. And this photo looks like him and a friend dressed in Purge costumes. I don't know if you all have seen uh, Purge, the horror movie, uh, with a sign behind them that says, Keep America Great. This was obviously very disturbing to a lot of people, including both Beck and myself. Um, right after we saw this, started to deep dive on, you know, all the different platforms and was seeing a lot of back and forth from people. Some people very strongly saying that this was like extreme satire and a middle finger. Um, some people say, uh, also saying, no, this was 100% um, a Garrett move, very pro. I actually spoke to some of our dear friends, Bachelor Clues and Pace Case. They both, they're disagreeing about uh, uh, the intention of this post. But because we have been so vocal about loving Brendan, and we know that there are so many stands of Brendan uh, who are broads, we obviously want to have a discussion about this. So first and foremost, because I was so distraught, I just went straight to the source. I sent a DM to Brendan, and I was like, Brendan, I... we." We have a podcast. We have to talk about this. Um, so I would love to hear directly from you what your intention was with that post. And um, to my deepest heartbreak, Brendan did not respond. He didn't respond. Um, that was a few days ago. So I'm hoping that by next week I will have heard from him. Becca seems to think that he might be in top few. So maybe his publicists are telling him not to respond to these types of things. Um, but this is just an encouragement. Broads, if you want to slide into his DMs and encourage him to let us know what his intention was, we would really just like to hear straight from him so that we can report back. So that's that. And I think that's most of the tea. We're going to get, like I said, more into it next week. Again, I am so incredibly sorry for the audio issues. We hate to see it. We always try to provide the best audio for you. But the next eight minutes is going to be terrible audio, but it's just Bachelor Tea. If you don't want to get into it, skip past it. I'll put in the episode notes when the actual recap and the mwah, per usual good audio begins. Um, oh, 
And if all of this was extremely confusing and didn't make any sense, I deeply apologize. It's very late and your girl is losing it. Love you all. Love Ivan even more. Let's get into it. Extra, extra, read all about it. Read all about it. Broads, the Bachelor Mansion is on Airbnb. Yeah, I just, the news coming in hot, people. It's not that hot, actually. This kid got released uh, 10 days ago, this information. Actually, even longer when this this video is going to come out. Yeah, it's been a minute since, you know, this happened. But for it's us, been less than two weeks. So that's pretty news. recent. And right? honest to God, you are here at Chatty Broads for the hottest new tea. So yeah. here we are, fresh yes. off the press. Yes. <laughs> but actually, about a lot of you don't know this, that the Bachelor Mansion is now available on Airbnb for $6,000 a night. It's not worth it. I've talked before about the trash mansion, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to give a little refresher that it's not worth $6,000 a night. Honey. No, it is. It is for the Instagram photos. You can pull up your car in the front. You can water the the the, the um, stone walkway and stand on there in a gown and get the Instagram photos of a lifetime. It is worth every penny. I take everything back. I have two thoughts on this, first of all. I want to stay in it. First of all. I need to book it. You better believe that I have a new Christmas wish for the husband. Like, granted, actually, please don't because, my God, that's so much money. But also, yeah, but you could split it between, like, ten people. Yeah. And it's kind of worth the Instagram photo. Yeah. USA Today says, cheekily, if you're wondering, host Chris Harrison is not included in your stay. Also, no, prof- no parties, filming, or professional photography is allowed, but... I mean, I may be a pro with the camera, but I'm technically not a professional. So I guess I'm, I'm looking at the listing. I wonder if it's booked out. Anyway, not what we're talking about today. We are today. We are talking about yet another week in La Quinta. In La Quinta, the mansion is irrelevant now. You know, it's all about La Quinta. That's true. I'm gonna get booked the presidential suite out at La Quinta. It's nice, and then I'll have like I'll have Evan pretend that he's Ben, and I'll be Tasha. Okay. Wait, Ben? We're going to get there. Okay. All right. I'm interested. No, he's just annoying. So many of these men are irritating to me. Okay, well, let's... Except for Noah. I am actually came out more obsessed with him after this episode. You shut up right now. You shut up. Swear to no, God. Obsessed no, with no, him. no, no. He's no. A, it's so funny to me. I love him. He's a man after my own heart on this show. I am so disturbed by Noah. Okay, we'll get into it. What? Disturbed is I don't, a strong word. Okay, disturbed meaning, like, I really, really, really don't like him. Oh, I think you will not be alone in that sentiment. Because I, you know what it is? You know I love a villain. I love a villain. Villain's got a villain. Villain's got a villain. I don't like people, I like, like, very clear villains. I don't like the gray area. I don't like, I don't like narcs. Hmm. I like the villains who are like, I'm above all this shit, and I'm just going to continue to have my relationship, and everyone in that I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. However, I have to say it was a particular strain of genius, the way that he pulled that. Don't get me wrong. It was genius, but it was like, it left me with like that ick Mm -hmm. genius where I'm like, Mm -hmm. Noah is not for me, but you are, but you you may take him. I also did a dive on his Instagram, and when I tell you my ick factor went through the roof, it went through the roof. Mm. I actually haven't done deep breath. You're not going to want to if you love him. But, no, I don't love him. That's a strong word. You want to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, but 
whatever, we're gonna get into it when we get into it. First, let's start out with Noah hanging with Chasen at the pool. That was initially uh, a red flag. All right, well, before we get into uh, this episode, yeah. because lots to chat about. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, rods. Okay. The time, the time, it's flying. This year is flying, and specifically this time of year is flying by. We all know that. Halloween happens, and then you take a 15-minute nap, and then it's January 1st. 100%. You know? But this holiday season, don't forget to treat the person who deserves it the most. I'm talking about you, of course. You. Wow, thanks. Of course. One way I treat myself every season is with... FabFitFun. My FabFitFun box. The only subscription that delivers full-size self-care and wellness products straight to your door. Um, I recently got my winter box, and the products in it are amazing. It's impossible to pick a favorite. There's just so much. Uh, but one that I love in particular was the Summer and Rose Cozy Robe, which is the only thing I've been wearing around the house right now. I considered wearing it um, in this episode, but it is short, so I didn't, you know, want yes. to get the video flagged. Uh, for the YouTube, <laughs> but it has pockets and it has a hood and it's dreamy. Well, okay, now I'm not regretting not picking that, but like you said, there's so many goodies, it's hard to pick. So I did more of the theme of cozy and I went with the unhide little marshmallow blanket. It's so soft, it moves with me from the bed to the couch every single day. It's basically a part of me now. I'm surprised it's not with me as we speak. And the winter box even features products from 16 female founded brands, which of course. We love over here at Chatty Bros. Yes. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, your FabFitFun box comes right to your door and it's stuffed with full-size products. The whole box costs less than some of the products uh, would be on their own, which is wild. Uh, it's such a good deal and more than likely you'll end up finding a new favorite you just can't live without. It's that hot, hot box that costs $49.99 but always, always has a value of over $200. Uh, P.S. This is an amazing gift because it's like 15 gifts in one. It's true. Order your winter box today and sign up now so you can snag amazing products like the Summer and Rose Robe or the Unhide Little Marshmallow Blanket when you customize your box. Use coupon code CHATTY and you'll get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Again, $10 off your first FabFitFun box, making it only $39.99. Wow. Head to FabFitFun.com and enter promo code CHATTY. Um, I love the Marshmallow Blanket name, mm, by the way. So, uh, Rod's Product safety is becoming a bigger and bigger concern nowadays. Before it was just what's in my food or what's in this drink. Now, though, I'm constantly looking at labels and ingredients in all of my household products because the health of my family, my pets, and myself is, you know, number one priority. That's why we are constantly turning to our new favorite online site for safe product options, and that is Public Goods. Public Goods does all the legwork when it comes to shopping for the best clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products, and instead of scouring dozens of stores and sites exhausting everything is available in one streamlined shopping platform my favorite category to browse on personally on the public goods site is the home essentials they have everything from walnut scrubbing sponges and recycled trash bags to tree free tissues and bamboo straws they have it all they have it all also be sure to check out other categories like pet care pantry staples and personal care public goods has you covered in every area possible plus they keep costs super affordable, and they plant a tree for every order placed. And on top of it all, on top of all of this, their products are very aesthetically pleasing. This mm. is such a nice little plus. Uh, they have these chic, simple statement type aesthetic and a luxury hotel type of energy. I don't even know how to explain it. It looks fantastic. 
love having having them around my house just to look at. And because we love you, we worked out an exclusive deal just for Chatty Broads listeners. This is a really great offer. You're going to receive $15 off your first public goods order. No minimum purchase. Yeah, that's right. They're so confident you're going to absolutely love their products and come back again and again. But they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. No minimum order. That's crazy. It's basically free money. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash chatty or use code chatty at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash chatty and you'll receive first. off your first order. Noah's chatting with Chasen at the pool. That's where we picking up where we left off. Yes, they're chatting at the pool and Noah does call the guy a bunch of weens, which to me is a large red flag when the word weens is used. I think it's funny. I find him funny. Like I find him, I feel like everything he does, he's doing with kind of like this smirk on his face, which is, I mean, Bennett did sort of nail it when he said the 14 year old. But I personally kind of like that juvenile energy of like, this is going to be funny. I'm going to call him a bunch of weens. Yeah. And I uh, like, uh, and unironically and, and have a smirk about it and while his, I say it. His vibe is where like, he's the type of person that I just kind of like flick away. He it's always like has this vibe. kind of like, thing on his face though and I find it funny I feel like I what I like about him smirk. yes and what I like about him and what I relate to him in in is that you can tell he just thinks it's funny he yeah. thinks it's funny that he's getting a rise out of the guys and even when he goes and reports them to Tasha, like he it's a weaselly move but then he also he still he ends up owning up to it and then he still has a True. smirk on his face about it and that's kind of why I like it it wasn't do you remember Luke when Luke was yes. all sitting there just being like yeah. A stone statue. Everyone's like, who said anything? And I thought that that's what was going to happen with Noah. And I was like, no. And then he was like, I was the last one to he talk goes, to her. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was funny. I find it funny. I find it funny, though, particularly because the guys were like Bennett are acting like weens. The, no, they, it's true. They are acting like weens. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, I don't know. Hashtag ween. Hashtag weenies. But really, it's like you're going to get mad at the at Chris Harrison saying who wants to fight him and knows like, I'll do it. And then he gets the time. Oh, it's like, really? You're going to no. fault the dude for that and be passive aggressive? Oh, which ab- is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the level of which the people were tripping out. And, and you know how I feel about Ed. And yeah. Ed is is a ween, like uh-huh. to the max. 100%. You know, um, I don't see Easy as a ween, though. And Easy was mm-hmm. jumping on him, which was interesting. Easy and Jordan were jumping on him. Uh-huh. And also, who was the other person? There was one other person who was like, what the hell? And so that, to me, is a little bit of like a... Uh, yeah. When all the guys are like, yo, we have a problem. Yeah. I feel a little bit like... Oh. But also, I'm like in producer inciting against him. Yes. Definitely, that's happening. Yeah. Definitely, that's, that that's is happening. happening. Yes. The producers are definitely getting all the guys in the room and being like, uh, so tell us why Noah is a ween. This is, <laughs> yes. Did you know Noah called you guys weens? Let's talk about that. <laughs> and that's the hot tea. This was the thing <laughs> that, I mean, people hated it when I brought it up with Luke too, but I was like, okay, things got worse with Luke progressively through the season. Well, yeah, that's a whole they, different, yeah, very different yeah, energy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, okay, at this point, are we missing something? What has Noah done to the guys? And why are they all giving him the cold shoulder? At this point, it's ridiculous. At this point, at this point it's ridiculous. I feel like I feel like these men have been 
quarantined for too long. They went through too much emotional too damage. Long, the perfect amount. Through the the absolute <laughs> perfect amount. Through the whole Claire situation and now meeting Tasha, yeah. and they've been stuck together for weeks and weeks on end already with with zero movement. They've been able to run around the pool and Lord knows how many times they've had to watch Ed work out his traps. They are just done. They're tired. Are there... Who came of the... Is Noah the only guy of the new round of guys still Spencer. there? Spencer. Spencer's still there. Which we ha- has been noticeably silent and unhighlighted. Spencer kind of came in blazing like he was going to be the villain. And I don't know if you recall, two weeks ago we said he obviously will not be the villain because he came in guns blazing and that's never how it is. Mm-hmm. He's very much... Um, We're so smart. Oh my god, it's just crazy. I know. Um, it's uh, it's I always forget what her name is. Um, from your season, who was like night one? Chelsea. Uh, that's Chelsea. immediately what yep. I just thought of too. Yep. Chelsea came in guns blazing, just like like hello, you bitches. <laughs> you got nothing on me. Hey, bitches! I'm about to fuck this shit up. And then next week is like happy and quiet. And the energy can only last so long, you know. Sure. And that's the thing. Now, side note about Spencer, I would like to uh, say is one of my dear friends, uh, Lewis, who is a chatty broad and he also watches the show now we've sucked him in was saying that spencer is the brunette paul walker and it is dead on it is totally dead on so totally. now i have a softer spot I you're gonna spencer. say that someone knows spencer you had me geared up there to think that like your friend no no but you know we will get to know him he is a la jolla boy he is i'm sure we have a connection with him some, somewhere sure. along the line i'm sure um so you know Chris Harrison shows up and he already is calling the men boys. Noah's hair is looking extra pokey. I don't know what happened. He also instantly acknowledges the Noah incident. And he's like, so Noah, you did it. Let's note it. Taysha likes bold moves. I'm like, (laughs) I want to say something about Chris Harrison. Do we do this every time? We do this every episode. About I I love it. Have a Chris Harrison breakdown. We, We need to talk about Chris. We need to talk about Chris Harrison. Now, do I think that he is... You know, I had some very negative feelings towards Chris coming into this season. Um, I will let you know that in the past two episodes, he has tickled me to the tips of my toes and the, to the top of my head. Like, Chris Harrison is giving us everything we need. Everything we've wanted. <laughs> everything we've wanted. He is the shtick of the show now. Yes. And it's, I am so grateful to him. Instead of having the stupid elderly couples in the Italian courtyard being like, we've been together 60 years. Instead, we get Chris Harrison eating crab legs, which is a much better switch. Chris Harrison off. bringing Ed into his house and being like, this guy's weird. Like he is yeah. trolling the men openly mm. now. And we love he is every side it. character. He is every. He is the only side character. They have him working fifteen jobs right now, and I, I hope love he it. got a bonus for this season. I really do too. Well, we do know now that he does have his side project going, where he's also hustling and making money, aka manly bands. I thought you were going to say cameo. Also cameo. What manly bands? Uh, Chris Harrison started a company for men's wedding bands called Manly Bands. That sounds horrible and ugly. They are okay, and also they're look. called Manly Bands. Manly bands? Yes. Whose idea was this? Is this his? Chris, stick to hosting. I feel like, honestly, Chris is coming for Neil Lane quietly. And right? Soon, Doesn't he have some sort of, like, you know, contract with him? And wow. soon Chris is going to start doing full wet diamond wedding bands. And Neil is out of a job. Shit. Just something to think about. Um, wow. Well, their first date is going to be a music competition group date. 
um, which... Did you notice Zach said, listen to your heart? And I was like, is Zach... Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Oh, I did. I know. Uh, I'm like, was that instructed or is Zach a fan? Uh-huh. We, we, I think he's a fan. We discovered he seems a, like the type. We discuff, discovered a couple fans this episode because not only did Zach bring up listen to your heart, Damar threw shade at JPJ in his song. Uh-huh. So we now know that there are some fans. And I us. believe also Brendan, when chatting with Noah about Ivan on the date, said she has liked more outgoing guys in her past. Yes. So. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Also, I'm sorry, I'm looking at you with wild eyes. I look fully unhinged today. If you're watching the I like YouTube, it. thank you. I have I'm I'm Whitney Cummings has inspired this makeup look. I just look a little unhinged because I feel a little unhinged. I don't know about Whitney Cummings, but you look like Tilda Swinton. Oh my god, bless. I feel like she did that kind of eye makeup and like Lion the Witch in the wardrobe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like Snow Queen. Anyways, I feel like, you know, I just had to address that for the YouTube watchers. Be like, yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, (laughs) So music, a group date, they load them up with tons of different instruments on the table, which is laughable to me because we all know that they can't play any of them, but they give them a large variety. Actually that out of all those guys, not one of them is like a musician. I know. Weird, right? They all got Not one of them can play an acoustic guitar. You know, Noah can play an acoustic guitar. Oh, Noah can absolutely play an acoustic Mm -hmm. guitar. Why didn't they have That's him on this day? Because he would be too powerful. You know who can also play an acoustic guitar, which we didn't see, which pissed me off, is Joe posted a clip. Oh my god! Joe posted a clip from tisk, one of his tisk. from one of his dates um, where he was serenading Tasha, and it was great. Wow. And I would like to say that we had a broad send us a um, an email, um, and she is. Um, she is Asian, mm-hmm. and she said that she has been very distraught about the way that they have portrayed Joe in this season so far, and it was such a good thing to like remember because obviously it's like, yes, Bachelor production is trying to push for diversity, and she's like, I would like to make note that they, he is being made as a token Asian because the few comments we've seen with Joe is one when Margaret, Margaret Cho showed up, and he made a comment about like having and a connection. Korean food. And then him with chopsticks eating and then origami. And she's like, and then they didn't show him playing the guitar. We haven't seen. He's obviously hilarious because we got one clip of yes. him. So you know he's got great dialogue. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there that she was upset about, you know, with this diversity and inclusion that ABC is talking about that this is how then they went about it. I will say we're going to get into this episode, but some yes. truly unprecedented conversations. Though. Absolutely. I mean, I never expected in a Bachelor episode for them to talk about police brutality and like prison injustices. I was absolutely shocked. So I was shocked. So, I, yeah, we have to give there does need to be props there for sure. Because yeah. That was, I, that was yeah. unprecedented for the franchise. Yes. Truly, truly, truly. So, um, so back to this, back to the thing though, the, the challenge, um, uh, Zach is bust out a cajon <laughs> and I was just waiting oh, God, for funny. him to just be sitting on it and just be like, Lord, I lift your name. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Bennett said he spit some flow at some retreats in high school. I'm like, are you talking about Christian camps? What kind of retreats? I could only imagine. Or maybe like the very, he seems like his parents might send him to like an all boys camp yeah. to refine like him. Like Virginia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Where they basically do rowing 24 hours a day. Yeah, totally. And uh-huh. sailing uh-huh. in the harbor of the camp. You need to know how to tie a sailor's knot, Bennett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Kenny said... They he only would... have seafood. <laughs> Zach was on the cajon and Kenny said he was impressed. Did you notice that? Kenny was like, I was super impressed. I... When I let you know that my the character arc for me with Kenny has changed so much since I agree. His, his nudes were released, um, I am devastated he was sent home. I kind of love him. I'm become obsessed with him. Yeah, he was so he was taking this so seriously. Well, apparently he's me. So yeah, he's re- two drama starters apparently. <laughs> but he was really he took all the challenges. <laughs> he took all the challenges in this episode so seriously. Yeah, which I did love. I know he did great on the scavenger hunt thing. He was great with his orgasm noise. He also, you know, he was out here like loving and living for himself with his melodies. He's calling Tasha T. He's really doing oh, yeah. the most. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was very impressed. And after being after <sighs> Zach, who was horrific, he was somehow you thought it nervous. couldn't get any worse. And oh then you know we see Blake. Yeah, with the accordion. Which I feel like triggered people's anxiety attacks with the switching <laughs> of the instruments. I was having a little bit of an anxious day, and then I took some CBD. I felt bad, better, and then I watched this with Blake. Thank you, feels with an A. Thank you, feels with an A. <laughs> and then I took some uh, took some CBD. Felt better. Saw Blake's performance. My anxiety started to just heighten again. Yeah, I'm it, with you. I've had an anxious past couple of days too. It's a part of the episode. Yeah, not calming at all. Just, really scary, actually. <laughs> This is supposed to be a relaxation type of TV show and it's making it worse. I've said it before on the episode with the husband, dad, badass man, whatever the fuck the challenge was called. Grown ass man challenge. Thank you. Bennett, I said was creepy and I'm going to stand by it again. This episode still think he's creepy. Um, Yes. He's becoming. I thought he was creepy in this challenge. I don't know why. Even his song I thought was creepy. The Bennett song? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. He's weird. I don't like him. Yeah, I really went from being a person who would have a stan. I was I was willing to you know lay down my life for Bennett truly, and now when he was rapping about not needing a Harvard degree to be eating brie in Paris with me, normally I would like it, but his I'm just not there anymore. I'm not there either. <laughs> now let's just skip ahead to Ivan, who brought her up first of all for this little spoken word. Ivan he brought her up he was so sweet and he had very sweet lyrics and he okay yes, I have you know it was it was intimate and it was very sweet and she was very impressed that by wasn't it. my favorite though and I know that they I feel like they had to give Ivan Ivan the date because they had that planned but I like Damar's mocha latte song the best Damar was amazing <laughs> he was fun he yes. was charming yes. um Clever. he actually kind of played the guitar like yes. he could hit like two notes um, and then he threw the shade, grown man, no JPJ, like he was... At the- least he didn't say grown ass man. That's very true. Very <laughs> true. Um, I was surprised that she didn't pick Damar. I, I think thought- it was in the cards for Ivan to get the date. Yeah. Yeah. I think that had to happen. It had to happen. Um, but the rest of the guys do not get a group date. This wasn't a group date. They had to basically the like just perform and then leave i thought it was unfair that noah didn't get um the shot because it's not like he got a one-on-one with her but i guess he got a rose he got a rose okay that's why he got a rose but i will say when he brought up later that the rose isn't the goal it's time i will like i was like i respect that right 
I, was like, I, I'm struggling not to jump ahead to talk about this, but we'll go to the next part. Next, we have to talk about Sweet Sweet Ivan. Um, he is getting ready for his one-on-one, and by the way, Brendan is narrating the day mm-hmm. as he's getting ready. Brendan is saying, <laughs> "The man got to perform a song for our queen," and then Ivan. Uh, one and he's well dressed I'm sure and he's currently in the bathroom freshening up and getting ready for a date and I'm sure he's thrilled about it and he's giddy the most giddy I've ever seen him truthfully yeah I mean I was dying when he was narrating the whole thing yeah. like he was just <laughs> he was, I didn't even I didn't even miss B I didn't even pick up on it. I was just like mm, yes watching no he was full narration yeah, totally. full narration talking about how he's probably right now freshening up he's excited about the date <laughs> um so Ivan shows up in the pres at the presidential suite and we do hear that he's not the typical guy that Tasha says she goes for, um, which the guys yeah. were talking about how, like you were saying, Brendan was like, oh, normally she goes for more outgoing guys and Ivan's quieter. Um, okay, now they do a couple things that I absolutely hate at the beginning of this date. Okay, I and obviously of, know what you hated. Of course. Yes, of Every course. part of it basically leading up to their conversation, which at first I was like, I hate all of this. And then it quickly turned into, by the end of their date, me loving it. Um, you didn't like the floor is lava part? If someone did that on like a date with me, like in real life, and they were like, let's go order Uber Eats, go get my phone in the kitchen, but the floor is lava, I'd be like... I'd be really scared. I'd be scared. <laughs> Truly scared. I'm all for a spontaneous, fun thing, but like that was weird. There were a few parts of it. First of all, I feel like the producers Obviously. are just, no, no, no. They're just deciding to put everything in poor Tasha's like hands. In her, yes. They're making her do everything. Yes. Okay. It's ridiculous. Like, let the woman kick back i would be like the floor the you guys want me to do what like the guys are like okay the producers are like okay Tasha, bring this up organically that the floor is lava and that you guys have to get to the bedroom to like make a call yeah no it's phone. like this okay what if you guys did something cute like in your like something fun just in your suite what if you did like the floor is lava and she's like what and now like, just says it. <laughs> do it <laughs> we don't want to scare you, but the fact is we will make the floor lava. <laughs> Contract. But the other part of me feels like I what I wish in my heart is that I would say to you if I actually had a crush on someone, if I had like a little BB crush on someone yeah. and I went to his place and he was like, let's do this. The floor is all and he started being cute. I would like to say that I would have this moment like this um, Zoe Deschanel kind of like quirky yeah. avant-garde girl moment where I'd be like, oh my God, finally someone sees me. But I would also be wigged out. It was honestly the presentation of it. That's the thing. It it would be different if it was like this. You remember when you used to play Floor is Lava when we were a kid? Uh-huh. What if we made a challenge right now where we have to get across the house doing the Floor is Lava thing? If someone That'll said it like that, yeah. then I'm like, oh, fun, let's do it. Instead of like, we got to get the phone, but the floor is lava. Like, well, I'm like what? Ivan, uh, Tasha is the song of Ivan's heart and he is, he will anything. do anything. And he is in, uh, an aeronautical engineer. And so you better believe that he was able to get them over. Oh, 100%. He had that, that engineer moment for sure. Because my brain right away goes, that's a lot of space. I can't do that. What am I supposed to jump from the couch all the way to the next You're bedroom? Like, hmm, didn't want to take it here. You're like on the, on the ceiling. <laughs> like a horror movie on all fours like a crab <laughs> i was really hoping to not show you this side of myself 
Um, but he was he was just killing it. But and, it gets um, worse. But it, but but yes, indeed. If if there was any a moment um, in this episode that you recognized production involvement, you would think, ah, it's the old timey eighteen hundred pillows filled with goose down that were planted yes. in the room. Yes, that is that they're cut open like as if just normally when you hit someone with the pillow feathers go everywhere. When has that ever happened in your life? It is it is the production just trying to create the ultimate, you know, romantic comedy movie. I mean, the thing about down pillows is that they never explode. They just kind of poke you in your face when you're asleep. Yes, when they the quills assault your stick eyes. out <laughs> of the pillow when you lay your head down. Correct. And then you kind of get like that weird sexually satisfying feeling when you feel that little poke and you like pull it out. Yes. <sighs> and the whole feather comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all white and fluffy. Yes. It's like squeezing a pimple. Yeah. It kind of is like that. So anyway, um, he also touched her butt in that pillow fight. Did you know, see no, that? No, I didn't see that. I was like, whoa. Okay, Ivan. Okay. Okay, Ivan. I'm sure it was an accident. All I was seeing was allergies. Oh, yeah. I was just watching it sneezing. Yeah. Also, who's cleaning this up? Someone's oh, not getting paid enough. No, seriously. So, their real conversation. Yes. Oh, they play Twister then, too, by the way, which oh, I yeah. I would have been down for that because yeah. it's like a proper game. And it's kind of like fun and sexy. And then they start eating together, which um, before we get into the actual conversation, I would like to address the giant ice cream. Yes. Um, and give <laughs> urn an urn full of ice cream. It was a it looked like what you baptize your infant in yeah. at a Catholic church. Yes. But it was filled with different. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was like a baptismal pool full of ice cream. Neapolitan. It was gigantic and it was just dripping in the background and i was taking photos of it because you could just see the corner of it and i'm like oh my god until they finally yes. panned out and you actually got to see the enormous monstrosity that was this was that supposed to be more of a thing i felt like it was and it wasn't like, i feel like someone must have brought it in and it was like a whole ordeal i think the theme was supposed to be like the ultimate sleepover yeah, because then they watched home videos afterwards. Yeah. They also, it looked like they ordered everything on the menu, yeah. which was, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, cute. So, their, con- their actual conversation, though. Yes. First of all, he addresses specific things about her, and this is something I don't see a lot of guys doing, where mm-hmm. he's like, you bring out the best side of me, like you have this it's this little face that you do, and like he just brought out all the specific stuff that I'm sure really made her feel seen. Oh, absolutely. And... I thought it was then, oh, yeah, he said she brings life into him. And I'm like, if any man ever told me that I so brought life sweet. into him, it would just, it would mean everything. And the thing, the thing that's, the thing about Ivan is that it's true. You see yeah, it all over his face. Totally. Like, she does something to this man. Like, he genuinely lit up when she walked in the room um, the uh, the first time she came in and he was like a different person. Yeah, and then they get into this conversation about like, you know, him being mixed Filipino and uh-huh. that was just so, there was a lot of like just interesting conversations that they were having. She's like, yeah. I don't think I've ever met someone who is like mixed Filipino and they just have like yeah, fun Yeah, he was just like, where do you live? I thought you yeah. lived like in California and like, and then she talks, she keeps bringing up the fact that she lives in Orange County and that, you know, she does not see a lot of black people, biracial people around in Orange County, which is true. Lived there for many years. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, though. Back at the ranch. Noah says he wanted to be on the group date. And this is where I just got really tweaked about Bennett. 
Yeah. Bennett calls him out and saying says that Noah is being selfish for wanting more time with Tasha by being on the group date. Yeah, which is like, doesn't everyone want more time? Is he not allowed to say that? Yeah, is he supposed to like is everyone supposed to play by the rules because that's what's fair? Is Bennett a major producer? Like, do you think plant? That, type yeah. Thing? No. Not I plant, th- but like that he's developed this like relationship with producers i mean maybe i also think just think that he's wrong reasons yeah like you kind of brought up earlier i think he's wrong reasons and i think that he's just tweet it's, it was really weird how i don't know if he said it multiple times or if they were just repeating the same clip but saying that like he has zero chance with taisha I'm like, oh, you're just insecure. Yeah, there's n- there's no basis for why you're saying that. Why would you say that? They In barely, fact, I think quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. She clearly likes him a lot. Also, um, they haven't had a lot of time together, so I don't know why that would be so apparent. Yeah, no, I think he's just literally threatened by Noah, yeah. and so he's looking for any way to attack him. So he's just like, oh, well, that's selfish. Like how he calls his uh, mustache a skid mark. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, is actually kind of funny. Okay, you just seem mad. Like, wh- why are you so angry, Bennett? You seem hurt. Yeah, he seems very Ugh. hurt. Um, Unattractive to me. Well, we find out that the group date is going to be a small one. It's going to be Zach, Damar, Bennett, Riley, Blake, and Kenny. I think I got everyone. Um, and Zach throws up one million shakas, which is like the most <laughs> dad thing ever. He like won't stop. His hands wind up and he's just like. <laughs> weird. So Weird. Ew. Okay. Back to Ivan. <laughs> Back to Ivan. Um, I'm like so disgusted by Zach. I know you can't stand Zach. Um, I continue to like <laughs> See, him at this. first I thought that Ivan was like too puppy love at the beginning of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, he's just infatuated with her. Like this is going to be annoying real quick. Um, But no, he's like nice and he's funny. And then you see them have real conversations. Even yes. just them talking about their dads and like how old his dad is and like, her dad is young. Her dad is so young. Ivan has major secret. Um, he has like major big dick energy on this on this episode. It's interesting though because if we're just going to be talking about dicks, I think that they have quite a connection. I really don't believe that the chemistry is there for them. Unfortunately, I don't think it is either. But I was just more surprised by the fact that Ivan just came off for so long as kind of this like quiet. Like they kept being like chess player Ivan. Mm. And he's he's got like a thing. He's got him. depth. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. I feel like maybe the energy is a little more. I was watching the way they were kissing and I felt like she wanted a little bit more of like um, intensity from him. Or yeah. Like a little more initiation and I just feel like the sexual. But they definitely have a deep connection together that it feels, you know, like maybe a lifelong friend. I mean, look, let's just talk about his story. So yeah. basically his his younger brother, who he always wanted to be a good example for, ended up getting in so much trouble that he went to prison, which mm-hmm. is not where I thought that was heading. I thought he was, I literally thought it was starting. This is the thing. Ivan does continue to surprise me. Yeah. At the beginning of this, I thought he was literally like, oh, yeah, my brother got into smoking weed and like I was disappointed. No, yeah. it was literally like my brother ended up going to prison for mm-hmm. four years, mm-hmm. had a child who then was only able to like visit him through the glass of, of, you know, visiting him at the prison. Yeah. And he's crying at this point, which was like, when I tell you I was like 
legit crying in the episode. It oh, was I like, was holding back tears. Yeah. I was tearing up and yeah. holding them back for sure. It was such a real conversation. And oh my gosh. And then he said that he is like the second dad to his niece. Mm hmm. But then they got into the real meat and potatoes of the conversation. Yeah. And he they talked about, first of all, didn't think they were going to bring up George Floyd being murdered at all, period. He brings that up. And then he's talking about prison brutality and talking yeah, about how his brutality. initial reaction was that maybe his brother did something to deserve it. And then he brings up this fire point where he's just like, but that doesn't matter. These people had their jobs to do. And they like, failed at them. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> when this conversation was happening, I had this moment where I was like, I'm not watching The Bachelor right now. Totally. And especially because this was a long conversation. It probably was like a 10 minute, you know, part of the episode. Um, and then he then asks, after he talks about all of this, he asks Taisha like how 2020 has affected her. And she says she starts getting she really emotional. She says that it's affected her more than she knows sometimes. And then she starts really crying and she can barely talk. And he then brings up the fact that he's like, oh, I I can feel that you are hesitant mm. like to say certain things because she's trying like he, he brings up. Um, I forget the exact way that he that he worded it when he was like talking to producers afterwards. But he mentioned something about how she had said that she's from Orange County and that she's never felt like, you know, like like anyone looked like her where she lived. And then he sees her hesitancy in bringing it up on the show. And then, yeah. yeah. She basically admitted, too, to, like, the issue that she has with, like, trying to assimilate and trying to just be, like, everyone else around her. Basically addressing, like, what it feels like to have to try to blend in with whiteness in the community that you grow up with. And then when she said her process of then hearing people yell black lives matter and they were the same people that she was trying to prove to them for mm. years that she was the same as mm. them oh yeah i mean it was it was quite the conversation and then she she talks to to ivan about the fact that she has never been with someone who is biracial like she is um, and that in Orange County, she hasn't really had the opportunity to to meet someone and just how th this conversation and then when this went to her crying in the interview afterwards. Oh, yeah. Saying that he understands her more than anyone else she might know right now can and how this was a gift for her to be able to come on this show in the, the current like pandemic circumstance and meet people. And I think again, like obviously there are plenty of places like this all over the United States, but f coming from someone who lived in Orange County my entire life, like, like when Tasha's talking about the fact that she, when she would look around, she would see, she wouldn't see anyone who looked like her. Like I can confirm that that is very true yeah. in Orange County. Yeah. And so for her to have this conversation, you could just see I was just so emotional just seeing how much it meant to her totally. to have to, and then and then Ivan what I loved about Ivan too is that not only was he opening up and having these conversations on camera he also was like seeing how she was and like talking about how she felt like I don't know it was just it was just like it was a really powerful conversation to have on the show and I was shocked that they 
included that. And I was really very happy that they did. Has she ever been with someone who isn't white? That's what it sounded like. Um, Like she hasn't been with anyone. Who it, that, yeah, white. that's what it sounded like. But I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe not. But it sort of like highlighted that conversation. I was like, damn, Taisha, like, seems like. Like, this is really good for you to take time and space to be around people who understand, to be able to talk about this stuff with mm-hmm. people who get it. No, that's what it felt like in that moment. It just like felt a cathartic so for her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was great. And I would love to see them together. Unfortunately, like I said, the whole chemistry. Thing I went. know. I know. I wish. I wish that there was the chemistry there but, that was more. But but if anything, like, you know what? Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, regardless, it was fantastic it was, to see this conversation on TV, on The Bachelor. And I think that if I, I'll, I'll put this out into the universe. I think that if... Um, Tasha and Ivan don't work out which I like you said I don't necessarily feel that romantic chemistry there as much I think he would be a fantastic bachelor interesting he is after Matt James yeah you could take him instead of Matt James I could really give or take Matt James I don't know him I don't care about him yeah I would take Ivan as the bachelor he would make a really good bachelor I think Ivan would be a fantastic bachelor he also seems like one of those guys who you know, he's like, again, we're having these conversations on camera, but he also feels like he'd be like down to go he's along cool. with production. Like he's not going to be, you know, trying to oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. do a pull a Colton and break the system or no. whatever. Like, you know, no, that's actually a good point. He's anyway, so lovely. Love it. We love him. Love the conversation. We love you. Ivan. Thank you, Bachelor, for not clipping all that out. I suppose it would be hard to edit around when it was the whole connection between the two of that's them. True, but, but it was fantastic. Still appreciate it being there. Um, but that's what happens also when you have black leads. Yes. It's like when you have black leads on reality TV shows, like there are going to be conversations about race. Well, not necessarily, but like in these contexts, there are conversations about race that should be had on TV that like all listen, all viewers should be exposed to. Yep. 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 Anyway. Anyways, uh, before we hop into this <laughs> other date, uh, do you want to take a quick pause? Yes, let's do it. Um. So... Broads, you know uh, those people that start Christmas shopping in like August and by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, all of their presents are already wrapped and ready to go for Christmas or as I like to call them, nuts. Mm. Just kidding. I'm just jealous. I'm very jealous. Oh, I yeah. admire no. the organization. It's like the kid that gets to work on their essay like three exactly. weeks before it's due oh, when it gosh. gets assigned. Imagine. So jealous, honestly, truly. But for the rest of us, for the rest of us who stumble into Christmas week, the holidays with more than a few presents left to sort out, let us tell you about our new holiday best friend, Zebit. So Zebit's an online marketplace and they're full of all your favorite name brand products from electronics to home goods to beauty and so much more. But by purchasing on Zebit, You'll get the option to pay just a portion of the price at checkout with the rest spread out over time and easy, affordable payments. Mm -hmm. There's no hidden fees, no gotchas, no fine print. It's a super simple way to alleviate some of the monetary stress that can come with the holidays. And we know that stress comes with the holidays. Um, Get this. You can get items like Apple AirPods, Shark vacuum cleaners, Vitamix blenders, even gift cards to all your favorite stores for just a fraction of the cost up front. Zebit payment options are super flexible and their product options are limitless. Uh, It's the perfect place to start your holiday shopping this season. Get a hard start on your holiday shopping. Sign up to shop on Zebit today at zebit.com slash chatty. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash chatty. Zebit.com slash chatty. Um, so here's the thing. Fact of the matter, broads. 
I'm scared of the dentist. Truly scared. I have mm. been my whole life. I can admit that nothing in the world, though, nothing, even with through my fears, nothing feels better than that fresh from the dentist, clean top to bottom tooth feeling. And no matter what I do, I can never achieve that feeling at home until I discovered Bruche. Bruche. The premium electric toothbrush that delivers maximum clean, but it doesn't break the bank. And if you haven't made the switch to an electric toothbrush yet, get this. A manual toothbrush cleans your teeth at just 300 movements movements a minute. But with Bruch, you'll clean your teeth at 31,000 movements per minute. I mean, dang. Wow. wow. We're not talking a slight difference here. That's a pretty major cleaning power difference. Mm-hmm. And like you said, too, it won't break the bank. I had my eye on a big name electric toothbrush for years, but the price tag was so intense, I couldn't bring myself to purchase. And honestly, I'm very thankful because Bruch gives you everything you need, like three replaceable brush heads, a magnetic charging station, a sleek travel case for a fraction of the cost, and an electric toothbrush that has a built-in two-minute timer, six unique cleaning modes, including one for your gums and your tongue, okay, by gingivitis, mm. um, four-week battery life, extra soft bristles, and on top of it all, quite frankly, this toothbrush is sexy as hell, Damn. okay? It's hot, right? It's a hot-looking toothbrush. And with the holidays coming up, it's a perfect present for yourself or anyone on your list this year. Get 25% off everything store-wide during the Black Friday sale from now until December 1st when you use promo code chatty at bruch.com. Try it 90 days risk-free and get a two-year warranty. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Promo code chatty. All right. Well, so the next group date... I thought um, this was super fun. I was so into this uh, fear factor scavenger hunt. Yes. <laughs> so Becca and, Becca and Sydney come to host it too. And I thought that they were really fun co-hosts. I thought it was just overall super fun date. They were a great time. Also just confirmation that a wedding is not happening with Claire yes. and Dale. Unfortunately, that's not what we're going to be seeing. We had Wells last episode. Now we have Becca and Sydney. This is The Bachelor trying to entertain no us. in paradise either. No. But I do have this just suspicion that that's going to come early this year now i do wish joe rogan came and helped host can you imagine <laughs> you just be He's like beyond that now you just be like eat this intestine <laughs> like, just screaming just push the people off buildings <laughs> randomly um well they are gonna play this truth or dare game by the way sydney is just looking just stunning just stunning like always very aware that sydney well, is gorgeous someone started watching youtube makeup tutorials i mean sydney, she's looking glam holy smokes so the uh the boys are put into groups of two and they're having the tr- uh the dare portion of the episode yes so drinking nasty shit yeah and first we see riley and zach drinking cow intestine and water. straight up fear factor you straight fear factor water scorpion smoothies um insane i was just picturing chase and the whole time chugging it and just being like not even noticing he's just like dude this is fucking protein bro yeah exactly yeah exactly (laughs) being like does it have creatine in it honestly bro i'll drink anything with creatine you know the wolverine needs his (laughs) sustenance bro unleash the beast why doesn't it have monster in it uh Um, also, the women are watching from so far away. It was why I didn't get it. I guess I to be happening. I didn't. I felt like that the way that they manufactured this date was like so poorly done. Where it's like you guys, 
you should have just had the girls all there while they all the guys were drinking yes. the smoothies. Why were they all? Why were all the men scattered? It was supposed to be like a scavenger hunt, but it was weird. Yeah, it wasn't why very well orchestrated. It could have just been dare, and they just could have gone from station to station together, and it would have been yes. funnier because then all the guys would have had to watch up close when the guys were doing their orgasm sounds when they were drinking the drinks. Yeah, but it was also sort of fun because it did take you out of the like tip everything they've been doing has been you know like in a conference room with everyone True. standing there kind of thing so i feel like that shook it up a little bit one of the dares love it chris is eating his crab legs and caviar and champagne oh my god i was great i just wish that one of the um when they said they were instructed to get to get an autograph from chris on a part of your body where the sun doesn't shine i was really hoping that they were going to be like you need to get a cameo from chris harrison that oh would have been a great plug god <laughs> here's 75 dollars to order it um oh the no li- he does them for way more doesn't he even for like 300 dollars? chris harrison's cameos are expensive i'm gonna look it up right now in fact i think it might be over i think it's like Bro, what? Isn't it like four fifty or something? Holy shit, he like stepped that? up his prices. I guess we're in a pandemic, so he's got to make his coin. Yeah, he's making that coin. Um, $425. Okay, I thought it was in the fours. Yeah, he's Holy, buying... And he's done 400 of them. He is just buying Lauren Zima all the expensive <laughs> whispering angel rosé that she can swallow. $425. i am sorry. He's done 400 cameos? At a cost of four twenty five, I feel like he stepped it up now. Do you realize that's one hundred seventy thousand dollars? Chris, we demand cash. A <laughs> hundred. Has this man made six figures off of just saying "Happy Birthday" to random people? That's ungodly. That is ungodly. So, do we start a cameo? Clearly, <laughs> we should. And the episode's done now. We got to start our cameo. <laughs> Should we actually do Ch- a Chatty Broad's cameo? We will not charge that much. No, we could do cha- we could down. do cameo for charity or something. And honestly, if I were, that would be really good. That's a great idea. Honestly, if I were to do a cameo, I would really put effort into it. You wouldn't get this like BS. Like, oh, I did it, and I would do me. like forty, like two minute stories. Sometimes yeah. it's such a pain in the ass to do, though. I know it sounds stupid, but it's I'd just flash annoying. you. We could do Chatty Broad's one and record it here every time. Oh, that would be really for fun. Chari- we, could, we could do a steep price like for charity and have it be like 150 bucks each or something like that. I don't know. I don't hate let it. Us, let us know your ideas, guys. Anyway, so. Uh, so, yeah, we have a legendary moment with the classical music. And Chris, you know, he clearly just got off of a, you know, par whatever golf course and shot a couple birdies and is pleased with himself. Um, but he signs <sighs> Demar's ass without any hesitation. I know. Very happy, very happy to to jump in. Um, then we have the best Kenny on the orgasm speaker. Blake and Kenny have to do an orgasm, their best orgasm for one minute through the hotel phone, which is a speaker. Blake is hesitant for a moment. Kenny grabs that phone with so much oh, gusto. He's, he, he's been waiting. He's like. This is my moment when I'm going to prove myself to T. Yeah, as he he's calls like, her. I already do porn, so yes. <laughs> par he, for the course. Par for the course. The way he does it, though, by the way, he goes like this. It's not like a there's not like any sort of movement to his tone. It's like, uh, uh. He's like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then he starts yelling randomly, back up! <laughs> I thought Blake's was pretty good, though, actually. Blake's was actually, like I said, there was dynamic to it. Yes. 
it was kind of a little too real. Yes. He put one leg up yes. and he was like, Ugh. yeah, no, yeah, no, it was, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And at that point, the men around are hearing, the people on the premise are hearing through the speaker what's going on. Easy is losing it. I don't like He's, it. Blake is also yelling through his deep moaning, yelling, slow it down. <laughs> I don't like it, but it was really good. Easy said, Blake's got some demons he needs to go to church. Oh, I know. That had me dying. I loved how the guys on the other end of the resort could hear it. They're okay. trolling, okay. which also made me want to now hear... I want to hear now on like Tinder, like type apps, what you have to include is your orgasm sound because I would love to hear that. That's so creepy. You know, there'd be people actually jacking off and then recording their people are are so weird. Or do you, depends what I got to do. If there's, if there's someone in the room next door that I don't want to hear, if I'm at my parents' house or some shit, I'm not going to be like, I can't help it. Ah!" With my parent in the other room. No, obviously. It's like, if I gotta be <laughs> silent, about, I'll be silent. What about if you're, like, alone? Just depends. I would say it's like... She's just, dynamic. It just depends. Depends on the... Uh, the mode, the mood. Yeah, and also, it's like, you know, um, not to get graphic... I feel like we haven't had, like, a sex talk in such a long time that I feel, like, awkward doing it on the podcast. Oh, my God, we used to talk about sex so much. Back before we had listeners. No, just kidding. We had plenty of listeners, <laughs> too. But it, for some reason, it felt more... Anyway. Bleh. Uh, some orgasms are just more stronger than others. Yes, yes. Can I be honest with you? Sometimes you're getting quadruple penetrated by you know three of the neighbors and your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, the the truth is that um, I for many years you know wasn't being raised conservatively how I was, was raised. I wasn't. No, I wasn't really given much of a sex talk. So pretty much a lot of what I would pick up on was, was porn. from porn. So I remember um, I used to be very, very loud intentionally thinking. Totally, like, like in high was, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's what I was I supposed like to be doing. Too. And then I remember one partner once was just like, oh, God. Like a first time partner <laughs> was I, I literally, so I was like, ah! and I did like, I pulled a Kenny and he was like, oh, geez. <laughs> He's like, are you okay? He was just literally taken aback by how loud my... And and by the way, it wasn't like, a oh, I'm orgasming. It was like initial penetration and I'm that loud uh-huh. already. Which clearly, like, I was enjoying myself, but I wasn't like... It uh-huh. wasn't happening you organically. You of pleasure, just no, can't help it. It was like, a, like penis insert and I was just like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, though, I feel like that's such a real thing. I feel like I used to do that. Like, I used to sound like I was enjoying sex so much more than now, even though I'm enjoying sex so much more now than when I was 17. Uh You know, that's so real. I feel like I used to do the same thing, too. Just the whole time be like, like, I'm like doing the voiceover for some hentai or something. Gross. Gross. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> catch me being a little quieter now. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That is so funny. <laughs> well, uh, Kenny also loves his smoothie. Not only does he love doing the orgasm sound, he's just like chugging that smoothie. No problem. Um, 
Bennett um, sounds like he's getting murdered when he's doing the sex sounds. Yeah. He's just like, oh gosh. Oh gosh. The only thing I really care about noting from the rest of the dare portion personally is that um, Bennett can handle spicy. Oh, Bennett. And I will give him that. Bennett kept his shit together. All we saw was like a single sweat drop yes. coming down the side of his Which head. Which I was like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And maybe that is from the heat in La Quinta. Yes, the 120 degree blazing, scorching, scalding heat. Correct. Yes. Yes, he can handle that spice. Um, the other men were having a rough time. Kenny, in his words, it got a little sketchy and he was supposed to throw up. I love him. Why is he gone now? What once I start loving him? I'm I'm so obsessed with him now. I know. He's funny. Ugh. He's gonna be on Paradise. I sure hope so. Probably. But I don't feel like it's gonna go well. I just feel like no. he's not gonna connect. Or it's gonna like n- not just not gonna go well, it's gonna go bad. Yeah. Like it could also go real yeah. bad. I'm or nervous like, for Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling optimistic for him, unfortunately. Huge fan, not feeling super optimistic about it. Um, all right. Well, all in all, I loved that portion of the date. Loved Very fun. it. Bennett also said, asked her, legit asked her to marry him. And he was overcome all of a sudden saying that it felt very real to him and it hit him out of nowhere. Yeah, Whatever which brings us means. to the night portion of the date where they they now have to do the truth portion. The truth portion. Which is where we have a conversation with Bennett about mm-hmm. how he was previously engaged. Did I miss that? No, do I don't. Do you remember that? No, and I definitely think that that part was removed. Okay. In fact, maybe that was when they were sitting by the large fake Eiffel Tower that they basically cut. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. I was like, I don't remember this. They definitely didn't cover it. Okay. I mean, I say that very confidently. I'm pretty sure they no, I think No, I think you can note the details, and I don't think that that happened. He says that he was engaged, and he struggles to talk about it, and call me a fucking skeptical Sally. And again, people are going to come for me because I know there are a lot of Bennett stands. But I will tell you, in this conversation, I had red flags. I did, too. Okay. I'm it, tracking. It, when the proposal... And then the broken engagement got brought up. The way that he sidestepped it. He sidestepped it. And it wasn't handled in a way, giving Brendan credit, where Brendan was very direct about, like, why and the nothing happened. This is the reason why we fell out of love. And these are the awkward parts of it. And this were the tough parts of it. And we were close with family. Then it kind of sidestepped it when she said, Was it you? Did you break it off? That was weird. It was that particular part that I thought was weird. And it made we me... We didn't get a clear answer. No, which made me think that like, oh, he probably got like cold feet and ended it, which I would have respected I mean, that answer, but it felt well, a little... he did bring up the reason. He said, you know, those people that shouldn't probably be together, like my parents. Yeah. And then he was like, I just felt like that was... I, I felt like we were missing part of the real story, though. I You were not alone in that Something feeling. just was setting off alarm bells me in my brain. too. And I would like to hear from his ex. Yeah, it... That's what it was. It was those alarm bells that I'm like, I'd be interested to hear from the other party's perspective what actually happened in her eyes. Because to me, all I was picturing was this kind of dramatic runaway bride situation, like almost like practically left at the altar. Giannina. Giannina. Sorry for the second love is blind reference. We today. love a love is blind reference. Um, <laughs> but yes, a Damon, Damien, Damon, Giannina. Dame. Dame. Oh my god, I'm getting flashbacks. Like oh god, I, I hated him so much. <laughs> Dame. Oh. He's still together. God. 
Anyway. Oh. Um, yeah, no, same vibe, There was same something vibe, about it that was, totally that, that was making me a little yeah. nervous. Yeah. A little nervous. Agreed. Um, Blake and Tasha, on the other hand, you know, Blake talking about his exes, when she asked what his exes would think of him, Blake has that great answer. I have great relationship with, relationships with all my exes. Yeah, but I... You s- would never see me treating anyone poorly, especially a woman. I still... <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I think though I got yeah I have the same feeling about Blake like I did last week. yes me too and also he didn't answer the question yes also and anyone- like just just one thing my I have great relationships with my exes too I know they would have something to warn my future partners oh my about God, yeah they'd be like well, the bitch is mean. Yes, there's a laundry list. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'd be like, I, I, would, I would actually love to hear from my exes telling, you know, someone who I was trying to date. But I Me know too. it'd be like, oh my God, she's dramatic. She's all over the place. She's she burned all my clothes. Bed. She screams in bed. <laughs> <laughs> she ran my car into a wall. She caught my house on fire. Have you done all those things? All of them. Are you serious? You caught someone's house on fire? <laughs> oh, okay. You really got me for a second. I thought it was an accident. Like I've been too vulnerable with you. You're saging out the room or something. I mean, okay. No, one no. Of, this happened to one of no, our friends. No, I've, 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 the dramatic piece was accurate. You know, my friend Nick, who's been on the show for yeah. longtime listeners, he lit his apartment on fire because he was saging the house and he was leaving and he put it in like a, on a little stand out on the porch and then... He left like an idiot while he was still, he was like, oh, I'll put it out on a plate out on the porch so that it's safe. And then the wind blew it into the door and he burnt half of his apartment down. Well, that's horrible. <laughs> um, if I ever burnt an ex's house down, I apologize. It was an unintentional candle that was left. I, I never did it on purpose. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but now you got me wondering. I know. Anyway, Blake dodged it. Weird. He dodged it. And also, again, we've said this a million times, but anyone who goes out of their way to be like, I don't I treat anyone t- poorly, especially a woman. I I'm have like, sisters. I'm like, oh, that makes me nervous. Demar, Why do you have to I say like that? his answer. She said, what, what are you most scared of? Yeah. And he was like, I'm scared of getting divorced. It fucking sucks. And he went into yeah. his personal story. And he said it, even though Tasha has been divorced and I was kind of watching her face and she was a little bit like, OK, like wasn't loving the answer. But he said it. He also brought up like points that she hasn't like been a part of. He was basically like, it sucks for everyone involved. And it's happened twice. And me as a child has, yeah. has to be have to be involved in it. Totally. So, well, then we have Zach and Tasha, your most favorite guy. Um, They hit the jacuzzi. They took it to the next level. The producers were like, take it all off. guys." <laughs> um, he she brings up that he has like she thought he was shy and he was like, no, I'm nervous around you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, these two, Becca, I know you don't like him, but you have to admit, were you not taken back to moments you've had when these two were sitting right up close to each other in the jacuzzi and every time one of them would look at the other, the other person would turn straight ahead because it's that feeling of like, I'm gonna, I'm trying not to like look at you in the eyes for too long because I know that we're like, we're about to kiss. No, literally the whole time I'm watching them, I'm like, why is she into him? This is disgusting. And that's all of that. It keeps replaying in my mind over and over again. I was. I don't even want to watch. I'm so grossed out by him. I was. I had. Like, and yes, I'm being extremely overdramatic <laughs> about Zach. He's really not that bad. Like. I had 
so many I had so many butterflies in my stomach watching the scene yes yes quite the opposite from you because all I was thinking about is that those moments when you're like super close to somebody talking and you know that if you both those moments when you both turn and look at each other it gets like super like tense so the other part you like keep looking away oh man and their chemistry to me is through the roof. Even if you don't like Zach, they have really intense sexual chemistry. Disgusting. <laughs> have you seen that clip? Where these <laughs> never mind. Is this YouTube clip? And they're like, we're gonna sing a song as two little kids. And then the mother comes in the back and opens the door and she goes, Did one of you take a shit? And they're like <laughs> Irish or like Scottish or some shit. I don't know. And she's like, One of you take a shit? She was like and did not flush. Disgusting. Okay, sorry. Anyway, had to divert away from Ben. And, I mean, not Ben. Zach and Tasha because he, he's so oh cringe. When they started holding hands, like, oh gosh, I was like, hoo wee woo. By the way, hoo wee woo is my sex sound. <laughs> <laughs> hoo wee woo. <laughs> That's why I've been told to chime it down a little bit. Hoo. I love that. Well, she gives the group date Zach to Rose because she has very different feelings. She gives the group date Zach to Rose is what I said, by the way. (laughs) I did, dude. (laughs) Went over my head. Okay. I need to move on to something because I don't like talking about Zach because he makes me uncomfortable just even talking about his existence. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, so, so next part, we cut to Ben, who's going to, you know, first of all, Ben is acting as if Taysha really cares, as if he doesn't, ha- she doesn't have, like, eight other guys that she's really into at the moment, uh-huh. which was just, like, cute and funny and laughable to me. Yep. But then he decides to go track her down. Okay, first of all. Do you not like Ben? No. Okay, I've got to break this down. I need to know. <laughs> Who do you like this season? Noah. Just for my my brain. Noah. Okay. I still like Brendan. Okay. I like Ivan. Okay. Um, I like I like Kenny, but he's gone now. Okay. Um who else is even like a front runner? I still get ick vibes from Blake. I get ick vibes from um Zach, Zach, obviously. I get ick vibes from Bennett. Mm -hmm. Um You like Ed. And this is just a great pawn for the drama. Um (laughs) I like easy. I like Damar. I mean, I, yeah. Okay, I feel like a good amount. I just don't like Zach, don't like Blake, don't like Bennett, don't like Ben. Okay. Okay. Just four guys that I really don't like. All right. All right. So, okay, anyway. Continue. I just so, wanted. First of all, yeah, I'm being a major hater, crazy hater right now. To say that I don't love it would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, he says, I haven't been on a secret mission in a while. Yes. He was, he's ex-military. No, I know he is. Uh-huh. But also, I'd like to point to the fact that his bio career mm-hmm. is retired military. Oh, so you're asking what does he do? Yes. Mm. Retired military isn't a career. Okay, no, 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 no. no. That, this, people are going to get mad about that. I mean, like, that's not a current career. Yes, yes, That yes, is an yes. honorable past career. Yes. But, like, do you just live in Venice now? What do you do? Um, He's probably a trainer personal trainer retired military stick to that instead yeah yeah i feel you yeah well (laughs) at the same time that this is happening um ed also decides that he is going to taisha in a beautiful top-notch 10 out of 10 move from producers he's that gets sent out at the same time but they got us 
they got us. They got they, they got us. us. They, they got us good. Oh. Not once, but twice. Oh, it was a knee slapper big time. They yes. got like I mean, they were they were working this episode. Yes. So we see them both. And I thought that we were gonna have yeah. an yeah, of course, what everyone thought. It a was collision, an, an, yeah, an animaniac style that they were literally gonna physically mm-hmm. hit each other in the dark. Well, Ed knocks on the door and we are greeted by Chris Harrison. I know. Who says, Ed. It's 2.30 in the morning. First of all, that is really late for them to be sending people out. What is Tasha doing just sitting up journaling? God, poor thing. She's not even, like, watching TV when they knock on the door. She's she's just just sitting on the couch. Like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, the date's been done for two hours. I've had to wait and do this while you guys interview these two? These two goons? These goons, yeah, for real. (laughs) Well, my favorite part of the whole thing is that not only do, obviously... The full production, you know, sends Ed to Chris Harrison's door. So Chris is awake, whatever. I love that they had production be like, Chris, tell him to invite invite him in for a drink. And then Ed's like, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> now, what I thought was going to happen, and I was, I, this is the only critique I will give. I thought that at first, Ben was going to end up also at Chris Harrison's room. And it was going to be the three of them. Oh, that would have been fantastic. I know. But that would have been fantastic. Too much behind the scenes for them to show us. We would have had just an incredible conversation with the three of them. True. And Ben did have to have a chance to talk to Tasha, So he got to do that. Well, he holds favor with the producers because they gave him the correct address. And um, (laughs) which, by the way, I want to know what happened behind the scenes. Like when Ed's like, but you guys like what happened with him and producers being like, you sent me to Chris Harrison's room. Yeah, they. they, What are they doing? Like, maybe it's over there. Go knock on that door. Like, what? Also, we've seen the presidential suite a hundred times, so you have to wonder, like, have the men not seen where it is at all? Or, like, is this... Probably not. It's probably also very confusing. Yeah. La Quinta, it all looks the same there. I bet they have all the maps covered, and there's yeah. no one staying there. And Yeah, they're not allowed to leave their little pool area. Yeah, and also Chris Harrison's like, she's on the other side of the resort, He's man. like, oh, bro, she is Miles. way on the other <laughs> side. And it's a large, it's a large hotel. Okay. It's very big. It's just way on the other side where the townhouses are, guys. Hilarious. Um, Well, Ben and Tasha have their conversation. What's funny is that like they both were like, I wanted to talk to you. And there's like the acknowledgement of like, yeah, producers. I mean, there's no acknowledgement, but that's what's happening. It's like, okay, so producers didn't let us talk to each other. I just have to say, I do appreciate Ben for, you know, Basically, you know, this is what I love about Ben. I love that there were no excuses thrown out. I love that he because I would have fucking thrown out an excuse. I would have been like, just so you know, T, as Kenny calls you, T, um, I was planning on grabbing you at the very end and having a nightcap with you and having the night end like romantically. But then it ended because then you were with Noah and everything. There was no excuse. He legit said, listen, common flaw for my species we don't understand that yeah. was like men's shade we love to yeah. see it um and he says like you like you your point i got it and yeah. i will continue to make an effort i liked that he didn't make excuses yeah i get that too i mean it was just he after their whole conversation it was basically like oh no now ben's gonna and then after he stole her first at the cocktail party i'm like oh no now the guy's gonna overcompensate yes. so hard now i understand a little bit of your feelings towards him because i did write in my notes i said they <laughs> i said they are smooching comma normally his sweetness would ick me out but i like it okay so i recognize that normally okay. i'd have a little bit of 
an ick for someone like Ben, but there's something about Ben that feels very real to me, and I like him. I get stalker vibes from him. Okay, horrifying. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how that plays out, okay? Hopefully that is not a premonition. Now, the producers, I mean, production got us because then we hear a knock at the door. You think it's Ed? Psych, bitch. It's room service. (laughs) It's some voo and some strops. Gotcha. We're going to have further romance. And then Chris sends Ed off and Chris says, that was weird, which was the best. (laughs) And Ed is then sent to wander around La Quinta until even later hours of the night, probably until the sun almost came up to the point that he gave up on finding her place. That's so disappointing. That poor man, like how long did they have his ass walking around? I know, he's actually like a pretty good sport. Yeah, for not being like livid, I no. would be sobbing. <laughs> I feel like I've never been good I've with been directions. Like, I've gotten, I don't understand. I've gotten a total of nine hours of sleep in the past three days, and I just want like, to tell you that. And they like, "Stop your stop, stop!" And I'm like, ah! I'm banging my head against the door. Yeah. I would just end up sleeping like, you know, where the ice is or something. I'd totally. sleep in the corner be like, I'm out. I, I give up on all of this. Did you guys do like an all-nighter senior trip thing? Um, We've talked about this before. You, you guys do something super lame? We went to Disneyland Not an all-nighter at, at Disneyland. All. Not super lame at all. Our, but I didn't go. Our school. Why? Because I was in Cancun with my boyfriend. Privileged. And embarrassing. <laughs> you rich fuck. Why the fuck were you in Cancun with your boyfriend? Well, because I was a wild child. I no, you weren't. Why were you in ra- Cancun with your boyfriend? <laughs> no, because our... <laughs> because Evan and my parents both had timeshares there. I know. It's the most annoying <laughs> thing. They had timeshares Have there. you heard anything whiter? Anyone? Anyone? I know. I know. And they and they every year they would go together. And so I would go with Evan. It was lucky for me. My boyfriend's family also had was at the same place that we were at. So we would go every year together for vacation to Cancun. How it, fucking fun! I've never gone to Cancun with any of my oh, boyfriends. Oh, and I'm an adult. We were in high school having sex in the elevators, like you know, stopping yeah. the hotel elevators and like ha- having sex, and then going on the beach at like two in the morning and like having sex and getting caught and like yeah, how fun. it was so fun. So I do though regret not going to my senior night because that would have been really fun. Fuck <laughs> that! That was where my whole story was going. We weren't allowed to go to Disneyland because someone in the Fresno school di- district supposedly. Climbed to the top of the Matterhorn, so we got banned yes, for like four years. That's so crazy. instead, we went to Magic Mountain. Do love Magic Mountain though, way better rides, but not the same ambiance. And you better believe at like 3 a.m., me and two of my friends, Mm-mm. no shit, were in the gift shop curled up behind like the little ice cream thing, and they kicked us out. They're like, you can't sleep here on the floor in the gift shop. And we were exhausted. We're like, please get us back on that bus and take us home. And like there were kids from other schools that were there at the same time who were like, you know, on Molly and stuff, like on the roller coasters. Yeah. We had literally drug dogs sniff all our backpacks and like sniff all of us individually before we got on the bus. It was, our our school was so lame. We had nothing of the sort. Yeah. Everyone was just annoying and the worst. Sorry. <laughs> you were in Cancun ex- with your boyfriend. <laughs> You're the worst. Out. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm so fun. hurt. Okay. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> so um, ben and Tasha, whatever. Ben and Tasha, And then, yeah, sweet, sweet Ed, who, you know, oh, I felt bad for. Tasha said, let's cheers to making this the best year yet. And I was like. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> no. And then he cheers to the best woman he's ever met. And his mom was like, mm, noted. For real. Remember when Brenda said this was the best day of my life? And his ex was like, the cheers. The ex is pissed. The moms are pissed. Everyone's out here. Leave, just... Leave, just leave the best woman, best day. But leave best out of your mouth. We are queens of um, alliterate. What is it when you say something? I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, hyperbole. Uh, hyperbole. But, you know, not on the show. Yeah, like I said, Zach is the most disgusting man I've ever seen or whatever. <laughs> yeah, extreme hyperbole. Zach, you're fine. Keep doing you. Anyway. So do you. Um, so the next day, uh, Noah mentions that the men are acting like weenies again. Oh, um, he's flexing his rows. Uh, the men are not. I know pleased. he's like feels good coming into the rose ceremony with rose. Yes. Doesn't it, my guys. And yeah, they're at that cocktail party before the rose ceremony. And Noah's rose is large. Like his rose is actually very big. Big rose energy. He has big rose energy. That rose is covering half of his body. <laughs> um, ben, like you said, grabs her first. Of course. So cringe. It was, it, it you know, he, but again, they have intense makeouts. Yeah. They really, they, it's, they do. It's, I did no, notice that actually. Their, ma- their makeout sessions, it's a similar Zach, Tasha, Ben, Tasha thing that the makeouts are heated. Okay. So then Noah sits down with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in a pure genius move, in my opinion, I thought this shit was hilarious. Is it like snaky and annoying? Like, yes, sure. I don't care. I'm here for it. Shake it up, my guy. (laughs) He says, he's like, yeah, I just think, you know, like, basically he pulled this whole thing of like, they're discrediting you and like your integrity. They Mm -hmm. think that like you just gave me the rose to like shake shit up. In this conversation... It is so deliberate. Like, uh-huh. it is not prompted by Tasha at all. There is no prompting. Noah has planned this. He has been waiting to tell Tasha that these weenie men have been bothering him. And the fact that he doesn't say, they've been giving me a hard time and leave it there. The fact that he goes, I knew I was going to get shit. They give me a hard time. It's fine. I got a target. What bothers me? Yeah, I got a target on my back. I don't care. What bothers me is that your integrity is being questioned. (laughs) Genius. Genius. Horrible. No, this is why I don't mind it. (sighs) It's because the dudes, like I've said, are weenies. The only other dudes (laughs) that, like, the dudes that aren't weenies are Ivan, who's obviously not mixed up in this mess at all, Mm -hmm. in the slightest. Of course not. Ben is not even really mixed up in this. No, Ben and Brendan are the guys that you are down with. They're That's not. That's the thing. Yeah. And it is the weenie men who are making a big deal about it. So I'm yes. like, you know what? Fuck them. Yes. Fuck them. No, That's they, they the are. That's the way I see it. No, they are being weenies. And but to, I think to Noah me is like, also a weenie. Yes, but he. Mm, I don't see him being a weenie because I think he's just playing the game. And I don't think he's... I don't... I, I see a real difference in dudes that are going to her like tattling. And for some reason, what he was doing... It wasn't tattling because he ha- he did twist it in this pure genius way yes. of being like, they're questioning you, queen. Like, I don't love, I'd hate to see it. And I just loved that. I thought it was so brilliant. When Tasha looks at him and goes, you're joking. And he oh. goes, no, I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it is, it is a, a deep level of brilliance. It is a move. It's a move. It's a and move. And it, I mean, it's also a move because whether or not he 
consciously acknowledges it, he's like, oh, Taisha is a strong woman and this is going to piss her off. Yes, this is going to get her mad because also of like of all people, Taisha is so upfront, so deliberate in her decisions. So for any of the men to be questioning her decisions as like just trying to, you know, mix it up for TV, of course, it's going to get her upset. And I'm just like, Noah, you manipulative pastor bitch. <laughs> and it's so brilliant because also she didn't spin it this way, but she could have, which would have been even better for him. She could have spinned it of like, I like Noah. Yeah. And that's why I gave him this rose because I'm confident in our relationship, which is also a major play. Yes. Well, an interesting piece in this is that Taisha wants to know who. She wants to know who talked shit. Noah won't answer the, the question. Instead, he suggests that Taisha go and do the legwork and confront the men because if they're guilty, the guilty ones, you know, those guys, they don't do great with confrontation. His words. He is not only putting this seed in her head, he is not telling her who said he's it. He's inciting And he's it. encouraging her to go confront the men about it. And brilliantly, brilliant play, that's all she needs. That's all she needs. She is, she was waiting for that cue, too. Oh. Well, let's, let's remember one of the things that Tasha brings up on a regular basis is that she has a lot of questions and worries about this whole process because she came in after another bachelorette. Mm -hmm. So she is like ready to have those moments where she's having to be like, uh, you know, I guess beforehand it was, it was mostly about the fact that she was concerned that guys would have feelings for her. She probably feels like that's kind of been... Uh, yeah. waited out now yeah. at this point but now her integrity is being questioned yeah oh no no oh no no oh no no um so i love that she comes in and she takes all of the men she's like get over here in this fucking room right now oh. sit your ass at <laughs> no don't even stand up everyone sit your asses down oh she comes I'm in it's to just go the take finger. you to church it's the fi it's the fucking finger it's right here and, and she put, does the whole thing, you know? How dare you question my fucking intentions, the my looking, integrity. Looking at the men's faces are my most favorite because they are so confused. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what's going mm -hmm. on because they didn't say it. So they're so confused. They look like like little boys right now. And she's like, don't question me, bitch. <laughs> I loved it. It was so So she comes in just good. in, you know, Hurricane Tasha in the best way. The best way. Also says, by the way, that she's like, if uh, she, she tells them that they need to grow up if they think that she's here to start drama. And if they're going to be questioning her, she will gladly walk their ass out. And I was like, you tell them. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. walk out a couple men's asses right now, huh? Mm -hmm. Jack, let's, Ben, let's <laughs> stand your asses up. Out. I'm just like, please don't want Kenny's ass out. I'm just starting to like that ass. Tragic. R.I.P. The men are dead silent. It's crickets. <laughs> crickets. And then Taisha says, she's canceling the cocktail party. I'll see you at the rose ceremony. And she's out. Outy. Out. And the guys are like, who said this? Whom said it? Who like, was the last one with her? Who the fuck? Like, what just happened? And I did think, I didn't think he was going to say shit. And I was like, oh, no. What am I going to... And then... <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> He's, he was like, speak on it. Okay. And? What did you say? And Noah postures up. He does this. 
Mm-hmm. He does like the the O with his arms, with the grabbing the wrist, postures up. And he's just like, what do you want to know? God, why is he hot to me? Oh my God, I just know. Oh no. I'm like, I love it. He's mischievous and devilish and I just love it. He's he he's like just uh, he's such a little troublemaker. He is a troublemaker and I love a troublemaker. That's why I like it. He's a troublemaker. But if he had more daddy energy, I'd be into the troublemaker vibes. But I like just, his youthfulness. <laughs> he's the fountain of youth. I will drink from him. <laughs> the adrenochrome. What is it? Never mind. I'm moving on. <laughs> so I think, no, I honestly think it really does take me back to like freshman in high school, me like. Yeah, he's like an old crush. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I love that energy and I love the like, let's get into trouble energy. Well, Bennett calls it out, which I think was a great way of putting it. You he know says, it, you that know, was pretty polarizing it, action that she just had, Noah. So what happened? Noah decides to say that somehow he's been bringing this up and the men are aware of it and everyone then comes down and it's hellfire and they're like, absolutely the fuck not. No, no, no. Ed is about to lose his goddamn mind. Ed is just like, he's like, I will talk on you all day. Easy, we'll talk on you all day. Like they are so pissed. They're so mad. And... All I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, we this this wasn't a conversation, correct? We never saw this conversation. I don't know. And I was really back and forth about that, too. I was like, no, I don't think it was a conversation. But I'm also like, I don't... The guys definitely have been really passive-aggressive about the whole thing. Mm. I wonder I, if I don't maybe think, this was something that happened kind of casually behind yeah. the scenes that wasn't aired. Well, also, it could literally be something... Yeah, exactly. It could be something in, that wasn't aired that was more of a joking tone, being like... Bro, no, we all know we just gave it. She just gave it to you for blah, 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 blah. Like, I could totally see the clowning on yeah. him stuff with what he said. I don't really know about the whole thing, but Easy and Ed were not, and Bennett were not letting him, uh, not letting him off the hook with that one. That's for sure. No, Jordan was pissed too. And Bennett is upset because he does not want to, in his words, breastfeed Noah. Um, he tells Noah that. I think Bennett's jealous of Noah's youth. I think he's jealous of his youth too. There's something about Noah because that triggers because Bennett. Let's let's think about this. Okay. Journey. Chasen and Noah have that kind of similar handsome dude energy, sure. right? Now Noah seems way I know more what you mean. clever like surfer, and yeah. like fox than than Chasen does. Yes. But it's kind of that yeah, Noah's a fox. And not, I don't mean like in a hot way. I mean like a, like a fox in the hen house type thing. Yes, exactly. Mischievous, Mischievous. or like um, puck. Yes, yes. Like puckish. Um, but Chasen and Noah kind of give off that initial similar like San Diego energy. Um, youth group, hot youth group guy. And it seems to bother Bennett. Like I would like to go back in Bennett's past and dig up. Some of his history. I almost feel like Bennett's um, like show of his whole like gentlemanly thing is actually sort of an overcompensation for the for him wishing he could be chill surfer bro. Interesting. Interesting. And I think that because he can't be that, which he so longs to be, mm-hmm. he overcompensates by being this whole like 007 gentleman thing. Yes. 
when he really wants to be chill surfer dude. Yes, and maybe he can't be those things because it goes against the grain of who he is as a human being. Maybe it's yeah. because it goes against what his parents wishes. Maybe he'll for him lose are. his trust fund. Yes, indeed. Maybe so, in fact he wanted to go to San Diego State instead of Harvard, and that's why he brings <sighs> up Harvard so much. I mean, low key, it could be something like that, like straight up. Like maybe he just wanted to go to ASU and like just, have a good time. He just wanted to join join a fraternity and like have a good old time. And yet he had to appease his family's uh, legacy. Yeah, I mean, that's like a legit storyline mm-hmm. could definitely be the case. But yeah, then again, he says like that we all know there's zero chance of you. Any, and I'm like, where where are you getting that from? We don't know this. Have you gotten a group date, Rose Bennett? Interesting. Well, yikes! I was dying when Riley goes. <laughs> I was just like, Tasha's pissed off, and now she has a problem with us. Like, fix it, Noah. Okay, <laughs> because all these other guys are so confused, especially the guys who haven't been involved in any of the Noah yeah, drama. Are just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Tasha just came in in a flurry, told all of us off. Yeah, like we all should know what she's talking about. We don't know what she's talking about, and now Noah's just like, it was me. <laughs> We have no idea why she's mad. I would be so pissed off. Like, uh-huh. if I had been working my ass off as one of these guys the entire time to be like, I'm going to stay above the drama. I'm going to be the man that Tasha needs. Okay, I'm going to show her all these beautiful parts about my character. And then she comes in and I have no idea. And this, this mustachioed man ruined it all for me. Mm. Get out of here. Mm. But I wouldn't respond like Bennett. No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, All right, so the rose ceremony. So the rose ceremony, Taisha walks in, not one word. Mm. I Mm. loved it. Mm. I loved it. In the past, we would have had bachelorettes who feel the need to come in and explain what's going on. And she was just like, no, she's fucking over it. She doesn't like what some of you all have been cooking up in the kitchen (laughs) with your ideas of her giving a rose away for drama. She comes in and she's pissed about it. And by the way, when she sends those men home, the hug's not warm. Mm. She's just like, no, Mm. I'm irritated. And she sends home Joe, sad. Kenny, tragic. Jordan. Oh, man. And Jason. It's fine. But Kenny, Joe, and Jordan, I was It's devastated. odd because although I still basically don't know anyone's name, I also feel bizarrely connected. Like, I felt like I actually got to know those guys. Yeah, I was actually. Before they got left, which was weird. I said, I said she sent a lot of key men home. Like, it was kind of a. a guys that were highlighted. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, actually, we we the fact of the matter is we actually didn't see Joe and Jordan barely at all. But you and I both enjoyed them so i think it seemed like maybe we saw more of them because we enjoyed their presence yes um and i don't know i mean she kept ed i'm surprised about that i don't know i'm also i was also surprised about the about the choice of the four i'm not really sure i necessarily now know where Tasha's headed in her like fondness with some of the men because her and Chasen definitely seemed like she was liking him yeah. until the drama happened last week and she kept him. And since then, nothing's happened with him. There's been no drama that we saw. Yep. So I was surprised that she sent him home. I mean, I think maybe she just wasn't. I think maybe she wanted to send him home last time. Yeah. And she couldn't because of just like drama Pro- stuff. And they yeah, wanted, they wanted like, him to stay around. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, him and, and Ed she, maybe like made I, a truce. <laughs> I think that he pro- that she probably like hated having conversations with him. Loki. Yeah. But they were macking at one point, I think. 
Anyways, well, uh, with that, with that, I mean, <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, that's. Oh, that was the other thing. So, um, so uh, we see Noah, who basically says that he does not want to be the villain of the season. Um, mm. but he's gonna mm. just take it up a notch. <laughs> Can't wait! <laughs> a threat, if ever I heard one, I'm excited I mean, about you it. You gotta this, right? Bless you, Noah. Thank you for spicing it up, right? Yeah, bless I don't you. want any stupid chase and Ed drama. No, I want the good stuff. I want the devious stuff. Yes. I want the mischief. Yes, I'm ready for like that deeper in the season drama. Which, speaking of deeper in the season, that thick, meaty that drama, meaty drama, mm, sink your teeth in, <laughs> juicy, that, uh, that drama. Uh, <laughs> But uh, speaking of juicy bachelor business, um, we will give you all more information when we know about this. But as far as we know right now, Reality Steve has put out a potential list of when bachelor episodes are going to air. And it looks like there's going to be a couple weeks in December with double episodes because Matt James is starting in January, January 4th, I We believe. only have one week off in between. So according to Reality Steve's schedule, we only have one week off in between Bachelor and Bachelorette which, seasons. Yeah, which is the last week, like the, the last couple days in December <sighs> that week. And we're going to be doubling up now here soon. So are you telling me weeks. we're going to have two episodes Christmas week? Correct, Becca. So broads, and you know what? We're doing it. We don't have families anymore. So we're going to be we're going to be saturated with the bachelor coming up in December. There's going to be a lot of bachelor Oy. stuff in the week of Christmas. There is no Santa Claus. It is only Chris Harrison. <laughs> He's taken over. Chris Santa Harrison. Chris. Santa Chris Harrison will be putting lots of roses in all of our stockings. Fuck gifts, fuck coal. Um but yes, and so that's going to be coming up. Um, also, in other news, normally I, I know the past few weeks uh, since Bachelorette started, we've been dropping episodes Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, instead, we will be dropping an episode this week. We have this. And then tomorrow, we're actually dropping an episode on Thursday instead of Friday um, because oh, yeah. uh, Thursday is the technical holiday, Thanksgiving. Um, and we are going to be having two incredible women coming on um mm-hmm. talking about indigenous people um about indigenous people's history and we want to honor honor a native american heritage and highlight ways that you can educate yourself and get active mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in those issues so. so that'll be out tomorrow and then we'll chat next week yeah great all right with that chat soon broads chat soon broads 